0: It's good to be with you. I'm going to open up with the words of the Apostle Paul from 1 Timothy chapter 2, where he speaks about prayer. He says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior who will have all men to be saved and to come to the unto the knowledge of the truth dear friends we've come here to pray it's the greatest thing that one can ever do last time I spoke to you about those words, first of all, where the Apostle Paul says, I exhort therefore that first of all, and I explained what it, it is meaning there. But what we are about is to pray, and we need more Christians for whom prayer is the first resort, not the last resort. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying there. We need more Christians that go to prayer first not last. When they've exhausted every other resources, then they go to God and see if the Lord uh, can deal with the matter. We need more Christians uh, in this way. And uh, whenever we are kneeling, actually, whenever we are bowing before God to pray, we are actually at the highest point we can be. So here the Apostle Paul is saying, These are the kinds of things that you should be praying for. And these are the kinds of people that you should be praying for. So I I want us to think about praying for ruling authority, praying for the ruling authority. In what ways should a Christian church pray for kings and for all who are in in their high positions, meaning those who are in government? Um, What does this imply about what we are to include in our prayers so in our prayers we ought to be praying for those who are in authority and so note carefully here uh, with the exact wording of the exhortation so having urged us in verse one uh, to make prayer the priority it says for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty Uh, notice friends these vital features that are contained in Paul's uh, exhortation here um, practice this exhortation and practicing it is good and pleasing in the sight of God our savior this kind of praying uh, pleases the Lord It, it should go without saying that our aspiration should always be to please the Lord that's the that's the reason we are praying we want to please the lord this is the way of praying that is abundantly in accordance with his will and so we we must be in the habit of practicing it it's pleasing to the lord because it has a merciful heart or the lord has a merciful heart to all men so it's appropriate that we imitate him by seeking mercy for men and by seeking the salvation of men and the most powerful means at our disposal towards that goal is to be a people who pray about it pray he says for kings this is his exhortation pray for kings and for all them uh, that are in authority pray for kings and for those in authority that's not primarily for their own sake it's not their well-being that we primarily seek not that there is anything wrong with that to pray for for the king for the president for the prime minister for the governor or any of those who possess authority is a gracious thing to do um, in Ezra chapter 6 and verse 10 we read of that godly teacher in Israel praying pray for the life of the king and f- of his sons it says that we may even pray for the families of our rulers as Ezra did but I believe that the real spirit of what paul means in first timothy 2 and verse 2 is to pray about them to pray about them he doesn't have to uh, have so much praying for them in mind that is praying for events that are favorable to them but rather he means praying about them and about the influence from their powerful positions and this this means we need to have discernment on our part for instance, we pray for uh, we have prayed for many years about the ruling party in North Korea. It has not been a prayer for that government. The same goes for my country of Iran. We pray for the uh, the, the government of, of Iran, not for for um, for uh, not, It's not been a prayer for that government. Much of the time, in fact, our prayer has been against them. That God would remove them or at least change their hearts. So, so many supplications have been prayers about or concerning them and their role. We pray that their position will result in the peace for the church, rest for the church, and the, and, and, and the, and the life of the church, as verse 2 says. We pray about them and their effect upon others, especially on the church and the advancement of the gospel. So uh, we rightly uh, should understand that it is valid for us to ask for peaceful times for our brethren in christ we are people who already enjoy times of peace to, in, in 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 many ways and who don't live this uh, distract uh, we are not living some in, in some sort of dis- lives distracted by war or rioting or persecution yes we are experiencing some things But it's not like those people in Pakistan, for example, in Nigeria or people in my country of Iran or in Iraq or Syria or uh, those uh, Palestinian Christians or those Jewish believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we should have uh, so much love for them, for our brethren in the world to pray these blessings for them that those who are over them, those authorities who are over them, would, uh, would lead them into a peaceable life. This also means that when God does not answer that prayer and allows believers to be slaughtered, we need to accept that he, the Lord is, is doing a unique and special work in the world and the church at that time and place for his greater purposes. At times, friends, the Lord is showing the world that his people value him and his glory, value his fame, value his glory, value his honor more than their own lives and safety. So when you say, well, the Lord didn't answer this prayer. Look at these people. Look at these brothers and sisters being slaughtered. What is the Lord showing the world? My people value me more. My people value my glory more my honor more, my son more than their own lives and safety. And so we've seen Christians being slaughtered. We will continue to see them being slaughtered. We need to pray for them. We we need to pray for grace for them. And no matter how the Lord answers this prayer, Christ is making the nations his own. He must and will reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. And that is what God has promised his son. We read it in Psalm 2, we read in the rest of the scriptures. He's promised his son that he will make the ends of the world his possessions. So let us be praying for the final fulfillment of that glorious reality. The church of Jesus Christ is growing. And I keep saying it again and again because we tend to forget it. The church of Jesus Christ is not diminishing. The Lord Jesus Christ is bringing into his fold all for whom he died. All of the elect of God are to be saved. Yes, the governments of this world are very corrupt. They're ungodly. Uh, They are promoting and passing evil laws against God's people and against God's word. Yet, We must pray about them that the Lord would mercifully give us a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. I was reading uh, the life of Andrew Bonner, the Scottish preacher. Uh, the friend of Robert Murray McShane, and he encouraged his, his brethren and he said this, Oh brother, pray, in spite of Satan, pray, spend hours in prayer, rather neglect friends than not pray, rather fast and lose breakfast, dinner, tea and supper, and sleep too than not pray. And we must not talk about prayer. We must pray in right earnest. The Lord is near. He comes softly while the virgins slumber. So friends, what are we going to do? Will we pray? Let us then pray. Let us bow before the Lord to pray. Stand tall. Uh, You stand tall when you kneel to pray, one Puritan said. Well, may God help us, give us the grace to pray biblically. Pray even for those who have the rule over us. May God bless you. Amen.